All right, we are back, just kicking it in the building. Man, we got my big brother in the building, man. Uh, I mean, we talk about him a lot on the show. He sends us comments to make sure that we on point when it comes to Arsenal. <laughs> At all times, my man B-Dub is on with us. Thanks, man. What up, what up, what up? Man, so yeah, definitely. before we get to the show show, man, so how do you come become an Arsenal fan? Like, you know, we always ask people, like, how they join their club and how they came a part of their club. Because I like black people. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, <laughs> nah, I mean, like, it's because I like black people. Nah, but for real, though, um, Tyrion Ree was, like, uh, my first introduction in the um, – my first year in law school, which would have been 2000. So I was kind of hip on like who Manchester United was and who Liverpool was. Um, but Terry Henry just kind of became um, a big deal to me because I used to go to a couple of bars with some of my uh, white uh, law school colleagues and they would be like, hey, you know, come to this bar with us and let's look at these soccer teams. And I'm like, fuck soccer. All right, whatever. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I went to a couple of the bars and one time, and no shade, Daryl, but just one time I watched uh, United play Arsenal and um, Thierry Henry was running circles around these motherfuckers. Like he was just like, he was everywhere. And I was just like, dude, like how are y'all rooting for these, these white boys when this black dude is over here just destroying everything? And like, he's handsome too. So it's not like he's not marketable. Yeah. So it's because he's black, y'all just don't want to, y'all don't want to mess with him. So then I started kind of rooting for him. So when I would go with them, I would just kind of root for Arsenal. And then I started just like really understanding the sport, rooting for Arsenal and then rooting for the French national team because he was a French national. So um, that's just kind of how it went, man. And then from there, it just grew and grew to the point where I, we go to London every year. Also, coincidentally, typically for the Chelsea match, uh, go to London every year for the Arsenal-Chelsea match. And um you know, just chopping it up, man, when I'm over there and just rooting for the team. So, yeah, so that's my squad, day one. Yeah, so what was the what was the French dude that was been the first Henri? I can't remember his name. That was like the – he was on the French dude that he was on Arsenal before Henri. That was supposed to be like the truth. And then basically he he was just basically messing around. He had his brother as his agent, like in the late 90s, early 2000s. I'm trying to think because and – then, And then basically Henri became what he thought he was going to be. He was on the French Ooh. national team too. I got to think about that because what begat Henri was Ian Wright. You know, mm. Burkamp and Ian Wright are the ones that began. Yeah, it's another dude, man. He's a French dude. He, he was dropping ball. He was, like, only there for, like, a year and a half. Okay. I didn't think about that. Yeah, because he uh he ended up, like, walking out on the French national team when they won the, uh, won the gold cup, World Cup. Okay. He was mad he only played on, like, eight minutes in the final. Okay. And that's probably about right because Banger, Banger, the manager, brought in a bunch of French nationals, especially for like the Invincibles. And like once, once you got past Ian Wright and Burkamp, I mean, you know, you got Vieira. I mean, that whole that whole Invincibles team was laden with uh, with French French citizens, French nationals, French players. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Because yeah, you're were, talking about uh, 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 was it Sylvia and uh, Will Tord was before Henri. Yes, yeah, the French national. Yeah. Okay. He was like the truth and the truth because he came up through like what Barcelona or something. And like he was like the what how they like talk about Zavi Simmons right now. That he was like the first one of like these wonder kids. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's jump into Champions League, man. Uh Arsenal's back in Champions League this year. Chelsea is uh what is uh, what Chelsea (laughs) doing now, Brandon? I'm not sure. 
Cheap shot, man. Cheap shot. I mean, what did y'all win? Didn't y'all win the what was the cup y'all won over in uh, America? What was that? You know, you were bigging up the cup. Uh, yeah, yeah, Confederations Cup or, or so, so, summer summer league cup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, they all count. They yeah, all trophies. Winners medals. Yeah. Jessica, I have no European tournaments this this year, huh? Next year. Yeah. Next year. Next year. All right, let's go. Group A, man. Bayern Munich. My man, United, Copenhagen, and Galatasaray in Group A. How you thinking about it, B-Dub? I mean, obviously, Bayern Munich is, you know, Bayern Munich. Uh, yeah. I was very happy to avoid them in a group stage. Not because we can't beat Bayern Munich, and by we, I mean Arsenal, but more just because you don't want to – if you play with Bayern Munich, you know, you already know home and away you might get a loss. Mm-hmm. Uh you know what I'm saying? Like coming out of group stage, you try you aiming for first and happy with second with Bayern Munich in there. So obviously that's you know that's really all you're concerned with out of there. I mean that's all I'm concerned with. <laughs> top notch. So really, all I'm talking about for every question you ask me, my my response is going to be, how does Arsenal match up with these teams? <laughs> <laughs> Homer, Homer, yeah. Okay, no, all day. yeah but what about be. you? What do you think about this group? Yeah, you know, I definitely agree with uh, B-Dub's uh, assessment on Bayern Munich, especially retooling with Harry Kane. I mean, that's the big dog of the group. That's easy. They're going to advance. Um, I, li- I like Galatasaray. Here we you know, go. I knew through. the hate was coming. I was waiting. I knew, <laughs> I knew the hate it. was coming. <laughs> no, no, it's no hate. No, no, I'm just uh, objective. Uh, you know, they, they've been very successful in Turkey. Uh, I, I see that. Yeah, I, I see them navigating the group. Absolutely. It's a hard place to play. It's a tradition yeah. going over there to play there in their place. Uh, Bounce of the ball, bad weather, rainy night. Yeah. And, and Daryl, I mean, you know, we'll get to it this Sunday, notwithstanding. I mean, y'all just don't look good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, United is going to end up being good. They started off last year looking like crap. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they're going to be fine, but just right now, they don't look good. So, if you ask me for an honest opinion on the draw, yeah, United is going to show up when they play Arsenal on Sunday because that's a rivalry game. But if you ask me, like, do I feel like United is guaranteed to come out of this group? I'd have to say no. I mean, I obviously I for your sake, I hope they do. And I just like being <laughs> in the Champions League. But you know, it's not a given. I mean, I I I I, I don't know, man. Uh we're not gonna lose at home, even at Bayern. We have what? who will we when's the last <laughs> yeah, home game? Brandon, I'm no, dead serious. <laughs> That's a real serious question. You have to look up it's been two years since we lost a home game. Uh, <clears throat> when's y'all play Bayern last? We haven't played Byron in exactly like seven years, and we beat them the last time we played. When was this? Six, seven years ago, and we beat them. <laughs> Nearly so a decade. Champions League. So we just okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't I'm think not, that has I'm any not, bearing. I'm, I'm not saying that we're not going to win at that place, but I'm saying that the our we're not going. We're not going to roll over at home. We're going to lose on the road for sure. I'm not even going to contest that. But at home, we'll we'll beat Byron at home. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. We'll come in second, and we'll come in second. And the only reason we'll come in second, I feel, this is an honest, ju- uh, uh, honest opinion on this, is Harry Kane's gonna put up like six goals on Copenhagen, <laughs> and it's gonna be a goal differential thing. And <laughs> right. that is a concern. No, you. Yeah, because yeah. that's the problem. He's gonna put up four or five on six on uh, on Copenhagen in, in two two legs. All right. All right. Next one is. <laughs> Uh, we got group B. Uh, uh, this is the group uh, I call this a Europa group. Um, That's what it is. Wow. <laughs> it is. Wow. I couldn't ask for a better group. 
Sevilla, Arsenal, PSV, and Linz. PSV, PSV, Sevilla, that they're tough outs, but they're not. Arsenal shouldn't lose a match in this group. I'm not just being real. They shouldn't lose a match, and they definitely shouldn't lose a combined home. Like if you counted home and away, which you don't in group, but if you counted their home and away, they wouldn't. There's they would win a home and away against any of these teams. Like I, I couldn't ask for a better group. If Arsenal doesn't win the group, that's on them. What about you, B? Yeah, uh, I definitely got Arsenal coming through, but uh, it's hard pick for me on Sevilla or uh, PSV. They both I got agree. crazy home home stadiums. Them environments are, are, are ruckus uh, for their respective leagues, and so anything can happen. But I do lean towards us be just more experience, you know, in them kind of moments. But uh, definitely Arsenal should push through for sure. I'm going PSV because Sevilla likes to win the Europa. So they, they, just, they just want to go down. Go down. <laughs> yeah, let's just go down. Let's just go. We got our bag for going to the Champions League for the group stage. Let's go back down. We can get back up again and just make it a, a circle. So I'm going PSV as the second team. Fair. All right. Group uh, C, we've got uh, Napoli, Real Madrid, Braga, and Union Berlin. I mean, you can't. We're not gonna bet against Real Madrid. Not at all. No. So they've proven themselves. Yeah. So we're good with them. Napoli's always a tough out. Um Bundesliga doesn't impress me too much. So, you know, in Berlin, I mean that is what it is. Braga, you know, I, I don't I haven't seen them play enough to have an opinion other than, you know, Real Madrid is Real Madrid, and that's pretty much a given out of that group. Yeah, so it's a it's a simple group. I'm going with that too. What about you, B? Yeah, I'm with B-Dub. I think he's spot on. Uh, and, and talking about goal differential, Oshiman at Napoli, I think he could score goals for fun against this group outside yeah. of Real Madrid. So that's something to keep an eye on, yeah. All right, Group D, Benefica, Inter, My- Milan, RB Salzburg, and Real Sociedad. Now that's a more interesting group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, um, I feel like just on recent history and just on talent level, it's hard to bet against Inter, Inter on that one. But shit, Real Sociedad has been a problem, and they're like, they're a solid, solid squad. Um, I, again, me and, me and Bundesliga, I, you know, I, I don't know what to expect from any of those, any of those squads, so I don't know. But uh, Benfica, you know, they're another tough guy. That's a, that's a tough group. I would go with Inter, and I don't know who's going to finish second. You know, I would probably go with Real Sociedad, but I, I, I'm not sure. What you be? Yeah, I like uh, Benfica coming through easily, uh, but but my pick would be Salzburg, man. Uh, they've been doing really? their thing. Really? Uh, a lot, a, a lot of experience. They're obviously a, a club that develops talent. I, I think this is where we see another wonder kid, somebody break onto the scene and really shine. You know, or the next one up for Liverpool, right? So. I mean, they just lost Sesco, though. Salzburg just lost Sesco. I mean, that was yeah. a big one. Just like PSV, PSV was super – like, if this is a PSV team last year, I would have said they would have challenged Arsenal with uh, Zabi Simmons, with Gakpo, right. with all uh, – I forgot the other cat. Uh, well, they yeah. got Dong still. But they would have challenged more, I feel. I felt like, if they would have had those players. Same thing with some of the RB Salzburg. All right, next up, we got Group E. Fine art, fine art, Athletic Madrid, Lazio, and Celtic. I mean, look, man, again, you know, I hate just going big names, <laughs> groups, man, but like, 
you know, Atletico Madrid is just they just show up in Champions League, man. It's just hard to bet against them, and they're and they're well managed. It's just hard to bet against them. You know, I haven't, I didn't, see, I only saw Lazio play once last year. So, and when I saw them, they weren't impressive. But that being said, I know they have a squad because the squad last year was good. Um, Celtic, you know, I they're um, in positioning also to try to get tyranny from us uh, back. I mean, they're you know they're. Celtics, they, they're always Celtics are always a consistent squad in a mediocre league. So, you know, I don't, you know, and I have, I don't even, I have no opinion on Feyenoord. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, they won the Dutch league. I mean, that's, yeah, that's I know, but, yeah. yeah, I know, but I, come on. I mean, no, I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, Ajax last year balled out. They, I mean, Ajax has balled out for the last four or five years coming out the Dutch league. And producing young, uh, producing young talents. Uh, they also producing young talents. Uh, Maduike, you know, came from there. So they wingers, wingers, attackers coming out of there. Uh, but for me, man, I, I got a Atletico Madrid and I got Lazio. I think uh, Lazio can, can steal a game from you, them tough, defensive, you know what I mean, one nothing sort of games. I, I think they excel in there. And Immobile, they got Immobile still, yeah. even though he's a little bit older. He still he still can put up goals if you need him to. Yeah. You know, so that's that's the key. I'm going I'm I'm agreeing with y'all on that Lazio Atletico Madrid. Uh this is like the hellified group of death, uh group F. No, like I I, I don't think I've ever seen a group like nah. this ever. And it's this the is the way it feels. Yeah, and it's PSG, Dortmund, Milan, Newcastle. Hey man, <laughs> you're gonna you gonna hate me for this. Oh, you're gonna hate me for this. I think Newcastle wins that group. I think. Oh, thanks. You ain't you. You hating on LSG? I call PSG LSG now. Yeah, so, man. <laughs> I think. I they think, ain't got nobody love Mbappe now. Nah, man. My assessment. My assessment of uh, PSG is, look, man. It's it's easy to ball out in a league where you know Lacazette played for Arsenal and scored four goals and then went there and scored damn near thirty. Like it's easy to. <laughs> It's easy to play in a league where Balagoon is like second leading and scoring. Like that league is okay. Behind Lacazette, right? <laughs> yeah, right behind Lacazette and Mbappe. Like that league is okay. But all I'm going to say is they wouldn't be doing that in the Premier League. And Newcastle's a problem. And Newcastle gets Willock back before Champions League. Newcastle is a problem from front to back, especially with Willock controlling the midfield, which is one of the reasons why they're not like coming out the gate. Because People don't understand how important their midfield is. Like you look you at East Tenali Tenali too. They got Tenali too. Yep, they yep. So for me, I just think from top to bottom, I feel like from top to bottom, actually Newcastle and Dortmund are the best teams. But it's hard to not say PSG is not going to come out of a group stage. So I'm gonna say Newcastle and PSG. But in my mind, I'm thinking Newcastle and Dortmund can come out of that. And Milan's always a tough out too. So I, I mean, was gonna, I, I'm go, I'm going with PSG Milan. Yes. I'm with I'm with BW. I, I think it's uh I think it's definitely gonna be Dortmund and Newcastle. I, I like what Newcastle is building too. I th- I think that PSG is taking a step back. What's gonna be interesting is gonna be if he does not make Champions League uh, knockout stage. Does he go ahead and just I'm I'm out. I'm like literally y'all. I've done the best I can, and that's why I don't think he's getting that extension. <laughs> That and then look at uh Christian Pulisic at AC Milan, man. He he's, yeah. he looked like he had rejuvenated his career. Yeah, and then Raphael Leo on the other side of him, too. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a it's a crazy group. There's no right answers in this, honestly. I mean, I just 
I think there is a right answer. I think if you look at Newcastle squad, dude, I think Newcastle is a problem, dog. Like, I, I, I think there is a right answer. Is there is there a way? Is there a, a Buffalo Wild Wings situation where they will not let Mbappe not get to the knock? Is there a situation where we will see just something ridiculous happen where there is a a penalty somewhere that happens out of nowhere and and PSG squeaks through? You can see it. And let's be clear, PSG doesn't suck. No, I mean they got Dembele just, too. They just got Dembele. Yeah, like they don't suck. We're just talking. Like I'm just saying, what squad? If if I had to pick which team I wanted to face, I would much rather see PSG than Newcastle in Champions League. I'd much rather see PSG than Dortmund in Champions League. Fuck around, I'd much rather see PSG than Milan in Champions League. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I don't know that I'm I'm afraid of PSG. Yeah, no, I was I wanted PSG this year. To be honest, I was mad about the Bayern. I was like, I take PSG. We beat them with a full squad before when they yep. that they hype. Yeah, they they right they right for the picking. I think this year. Yep. yep. All right, Group G, um, B, me and B text back and forth. And the first thing he said is, look at what Man City has been given again. <laughs> Man, they, they done paved out the path of gold. Talking about making sure, you know, you show up. They they giving them the, the easy door. Yep. Man City, Leipzig, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce the second, the third team. Like, I don't even know how to pronounce them. And Young Boys, that's, that's, the, that's the group. And yeah. that uh, a Romanian club, right? Yeah, uh, the, and they they qualified all the way from like the beginning, like so they went they've been through the through the grind to get there. I, I mean, mean, Man City, Leipzig, right? Yeah, we cannot have a fake conversation, dog. Neither <laughs> one, none of us have seen Cravenza Zaveda ever play. I've only seen young boys play once last year for a very particular reason, and I don't know whether or not that was impressive or not. Like, I don't have an opinion of them. So they got the I one mean, American striker, though, brother, though, too, yeah, don't they? They do. Yeah, yeah, that's the reason. But yeah, exactly. but none but nonetheless, I mean, I you know, you go you go city and then you just like who cares after that? I mean, and then group H is almost similar to me with that, but it's a little bit tricky. Barcelona, Porto, Shakhtar, Donetsk, and Antwerp. Shakhtar and Porto are not yeah, no, no, they ain't no pushovers. Absolutely right. So I don't know. I mean Barca's Barca, but this is Barca without Messi. <laughs> True. Barca's Barca. Uh, Porto's Porto's good though, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they get te- they get tested in that Portuguese league, you know, week in, week out. So that, that's why I'm leaning towards Porto. I mean, they got Benfica, uh, you know, in their league. You know, yeah. that's and I think I believe, uh, Braga's in their league too, right? Braga is Braga is there. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's three Portuguese teams that made Champions League this yeah. year. I mean, so we we can say it's a strong. I mean, would you? It's a str- it's a strong lead. Uh, yeah. Top to yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. Your overall thoughts for the Champions League? Who do you have winning the B Dub? But we don't know the matchups for the knockout stage. Just on his face, who you got? I mean, it's it's hard, dog. Like, let's take the fan out of it. It's just hard for me to ever bet against Real, and it's hard for me to bet against City. Even despite last year, despite them not having success before last year, it's hard for me to bet against City at least get into a Final Four. So, I mean, you know, it's one of those you got to see how the knockout stages come together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think we're pretty – I think we're pretty spot on as far as, you know, at least eight of the teams coming out of group. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we're pretty on with that. 
I, you know, it's hard for me to have to say, you know, Real and City, depending on what side of the tables they're on, what side of the tournament bracket they're on. Um, again, taking the homerism out of it, I think the Arsenal is one of the most complete squads in in, in the world. I mean, I'm just <laughs> – yeah. It's hard, man. And, and, and if they – Coming out of group is like a, a given unless they just shoot themselves in the foot. So you know, once you get to the knockouts, then it's just like it depends on the matchups. All right, B, what about you? Yeah, I, I think again, I think you know, BW hitting it out the park, man. Uh, I, I'm gonna just go out and say Real Madrid just to switch it up. I mean, you know, everybody get tired of seeing City win everything; they can't lift every trophy. Uh, but you know, my bottom line: anybody but Manchester United, I'm good. He's consistently real. <laughs> I mean, I'm going with City until something else changes. I mean, they. I mean, I, I was tell, I was texting uh B. I was like, I told you about that dude Rico Lewis. I, I was like, yeah. it's a random cat. This is that's how City do. You'd be like, who is this dude? He 19. They didn't got him off the somewhere yeah. random, eight million from somewhere random, and now he's a starter, and you now yeah. he's balling. <laughs> It's like, yeah, that's real. That's the thing, and they sold so much play. They got money sitting there still, because they, they they got the feds on them. Let's keep it real. The FFP. That's why they all <laughs> the feds on them. <laughs> right, but we don't know what's gonna come out of that. Something needs to come out of it swiftly. It's got to, because I'm looking at my club. I'm like, we worried about FFP. I'm like, fuck FFP. They doing whatever they want to. Let's just roll. Let's just spin the bread. Like, who like cares? About yeah. Until they throw down, so you know, FIFA throws down some consequences. It's all just talk, you know. Yeah. yeah. All right. This weekend is the big game: Arsenal versus Manchester United on Sunday. Uh, I'm not, I'm not too uh, uh, excited about it, to be honest with you. Uh, we are, I mean, we got, we're decimating our back four right now. We have, I mean, we just got Regulon just because we need another uh, back because Malassia is out, Shaw's out, Varane's out. Um, are you picking up uh Cucurella from us? No, 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 we we cool. No on one that. wants him. We cool on that. No, because yeah, no, please, no, no, Chelsea, Chelsea's trying to fleece us. He's like, We want you to pay his wage and give us a fee on top of we's like, We good, we good. <laughs> no, we good. you are and decimated. We back, and we want to send him back in January. That was the thing of like, We only need him until January, right? For come and uh, and uh, Molassi come back, so we only need you for uh, a three month period, and they was like. No, well, well, you know, keep it for the whole year. We good. We good. We don't want that. We good. <laughs> but Amrabat just got signed to day two, but he will not be playing the Arsenal game. We'll see Hoyland for the first time against Arsenal. I mean, we don't know. He's 2019. We asking for a lot of our 2019, 20-year-old. But he got a solid, though. I mean. He's only scored seven goals in Serie A, man. I, yeah, I but, but, but he's young. He's solid. And my question would be, what else do y'all have? We, I mean – we don't. I'm gonna say, but it's putting a lot of pressure on him. Us not signing a big striker. I'm I'm totally underwhelmed with our um our, our transfer thing. I talked about this in the last show. I'm underwhelmed. Amrabat is my favorite uh decision now. Is is coming through. He's our best pickup right now for 11 million uh at the last minute here in the transfer window. Yeah, my thought on it is it's a rivalry. It's going to be highly contested. Um. You know, you can never – everybody puts their best foot out there, you know, whenever the big – We ain't running the Emirates in like 10 years. Yeah, no, that's fine. But you, even if you get a draw, that's good for y'all. And you got Arteta doing his first two months of let me experiment with this lineup to 
figure out because I don't want to run into the same situation I was in last year and the year before. So let me just spend a month experimenting with everything. So it depends on what team Arsenal brings out. I mean, if Arsenal brings out their, you know, typical 4-3-3, y'all have a problem. But if he brings out that Partey at right back, let me run uh, our former Chelsea striker Havertz at attacking midfield, but on the left side, like if he brings that squad out and it depends on is Enkedia starting or is it Jesus starting? Like you don't know what squad Arsenal's putting out there. So like there's a Why squad. Why just go hard and do what he needs to do though to get this dub? Oh, this is a big game. You can, you, you you tinker with Fulham. You I mean, don't tinker when you're playing uh, uh, big clubs. That's I'm, fair. I, I am hoping that that is what happens because if that's what happens, then I text you and I say, hey, bro, just keep turning TV off. <laughs> but, but if it doesn't happen, then I got to hear your mouth because I don't know what Arsenal's bringing. Every every half is different. Yeah, I mean, Partey don't want to see no parts of Rashford on that side, right? He like doesn't. that's not that's not nothing that needs to be happening. He doesn't. I agree. Now, the reverse of that is we all have no back four. <laughs> I, I have a very sneaking suspicion that Martinelli's about to torch y'all if. Varane's out. Like I, like I really oh, like no, no. him. Aaron Bissaka is, is is good. Aaron yeah, Bissaka lock him down. Okay. So now the other was, side, no, the other side is where I worry about. Okay. Uh, okay. Look, I'm trying. Let me uh, let me jump in here just as, as a neutral. Fair. Um, poor Bruno Fernandez, man. You know he's in the the prime of his career, and well, look at the club around him. No, nah, I, I mean Casemiro, such a has been. I know you know he's got all the medals and trophies, ah. but he, he's he's really not doing the business. You already admit the back four is terrible. Yeah. Definitely a goalkeeper downgrade. What oh, does no, your no, new no, strike? No, 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 no. That's yes, not- yes, oh, no, no, no. no. He's mistake way prone. Mistake prone tries to cover it with the vocal aggressive posture. He distributes better. He's not a better shot blocker. He's not a better shot stopper. But our general back four protected De Gea a lot in general. That that therefore we if we would have had our normal back four, we can have someone distributes. (laughs) Yeah, let me let me continue with my assessment. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, really disappointed in your wingers, man. I mean, what do they really offer? You know, I, and, and your striker, what does the new striker really offer? I, I see Arsenal running away with this thing. Um, I hope Arteta doesn't tinker like you're saying. I hope they just try to put their, you know, pedal to the metal, make this a statement game for all the other big clubs to come and play Manchester United and just show how easy beatable they are. So, man, I got my Arsenal hat on. One time <laughs> Arsenal's red. Um, man, I, I can't wait to watch. How much he hates us. <laughs> He's wanting to put on hey, Arsenal hat. Just objective. Objective, man. I love it. And it's all good, man. Like, look, I'm. I, I came out, and I know this is this is gonna this is gonna like I, it, this either gonna be one to one or four one Arsenal. Like, if we get a one one tie, I'm. It's a win. I'm happy. I am. I am cool with taking that tie and moving forward. But I worry. I worry about Arsenal needing to beat the referee and VAR to win the game. <laughs> you know, because hey, that, I'm glad you recognize that. that. So, so you might need that four to one because they're gonna give you a bogus red card. They're gonna make a mistake on an offside. You know, they're gonna miss a handball. Take back a Martinelli goal. You know it's coming. You know it's gonna happen. Wow. I mean, oh, it's at the Emirates. We don't get that love at the Emirates. Yes, y'all do. Who is the referee? I will say we get it at home. We don't get it at the Emirates. All right. We don't get it there. Come on, now. it's a traveling circus, man. It really is. Y'all the, y'all the Cowboys, y'all the Yankees, y'all yeah. like 
That's just who y'all are. Yeah, no, I know, I know. And then I, I take on the hate. It is what it is, and you got to take it on. You know, you want when you got so many cups in your background, you got to just kind of just uh, it's on your back. You got to you got to pull it on and just take that pressure and pull it forward and move hey, it. Hey man, you sound like the Cardinals rooting for before black people was playing. Like no, <laughs> last time United won anything. No, stop! Come on. No, nah, really, I be feeling like you taking me back to my childhood. Anytime you talk about the glory days, right. it's been so long. You know, Dino, we got a gang of black dudes that was on Manchester United back then. Come on, stop. Uh, like y'all act like it was just, y'all act like it was Duke, like just a whole this is a, a team of just white guys. Duke had black Duke had more black players than white guys when they started winning. Just FYI. But when they but when they became into the zeitgeist, it was Bobby Hurley, Christian Leitner. That's they, but they also had Thomas Hill starting, uh, Grant Hill starting. But those weren't the dudes you thought Brian, that were like your, your type of black guy. Like, like, let's be honest. I mean, I'm just saying, you can't. What do you? What? Do you, what, what is this type of black guy? I, you, you know what you, I mean? I'm not. But, saying, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead and say it. Put it on. Put it on record. No, I'm, no, I'm not. You know what <laughs> like, I'm saying, listeners. Y'all know what I'm saying. And there's a reason. I feel what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> the I mean, the cornball brother. You you pulling the Rob Parker? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we know, and we found out Rob Parker was right about what he said. Even he though. Rob Parker, I think, is the greatest sports journalist of all time. He, he, he is his opinions are very tops. <laughs> very tops. It's always right. entertaining. Very Our funny. Last topic, man, is Messi tearing up the MLS, man. Wait, we don't get to talk about Chelsea at all. Oh, I mean, we I mean, what do we need to talk about with them? I can't I, we can't give my boy Brandon a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, what, what do you have to say about Chelsea? Yeah, I, I mean, listen, man, uh we're really <laughs> Arsenal. Right. We're, we're, we're where Arsenal was a year a year ago. Uh, we got the best project in the Premier League. Everybody wants to be a part of a big club. It's just a matter of time, man. I got the, the, the grass guys out here cutting, so I'll jump back on mute. But, I mean, you see what we're doing. I, obviously, the best transfer window. I mean, I'm sure all you, all you guys do is sit around and watch who we sign next. And uh, signing Palmer from Manchester City, I think that's a coup, especially if he can play the number 10. It's, it's going to pay for him, though. Y'all pay 40 mil for a dude that don't even make the squad. I think he's Phil Fulton 2.0. Very happy with the purge. Dub, what are your thoughts on the Chelsea? Man, like, I think that Chelsea, somewhere, somewhere in Sanford Bridge, there's a good squad. I don't know how long it takes to put that squad together. And I'm gonna I'm gonna stop one point. The difference between where Arsenal was and where Chelsea was was Arsenal did with a lot of homegrown talent. So we knew what they were and how they were going to fit in. Chelsea, I mean, Chelsea's like the equivalent. Of, if if we don't believe you, you need more people as a team. It would be Chelsea. Like they are like, <laughs> like no, for real. Like it's it's a lot of talent, but it's hard to put the combination together when you have to. Other than Sterling's having a renaissance in the beginning of this year, I see that mm-hmm. Tiago Silva yeah. built into the squad. Like he seems like he's not going anywhere. Uh, Cassia, uh, uh, Moses Casado, he's gonna be there because you paid so much money for him. So Casado's gonna be there. Like, there's certain people that I know are gonna be there. You got the young black striker. What's his last name? William. What's his last name? Uh, Nicholas Jackson. Jackson. I like him a lot because I like his athleticism. I've only seen him play twice, to be honest with you, but I was impressed both times. He missed some sitters, but he's really he likes to get his nose in the box, and I respect that. Um, you got a bad injury that of another guy who likes to be in the box. Uh, last match was kind of sucked, but I mean, like you, you guys, you you have talent there. 
But I don't know. I mean, take for instance, Mudrick. Like, I don't know where people fit in to the team, and it's going to take a while to unlock that. So my hope is, as a, if I'm a Chelsea fan, which I'm not, my hope is that you tread water enough to hang around the top seven or eight in the first half of the season and then have unlocked it past January, if that makes sense. That's just me being reasonable. Uh, you know, I, I hear you. I hear you. I, I feel like we're playing FIFA, man. I mean, I, this is how I play FIFA. I get all the best young talent from around the world. You got them playing in two different leagues so you can flip back and forth between the Premier League and Strasbourg. That's where you're getting the time. That's where you get in the development. You got Patrick Vieira down there uh, coaching them up. It's just a matter of time before you put all the pieces of the puzzle together. And I have no concerns about where we finish in the table. I think we're knocking on the door for, for top four uh, in an excellent season. And and I think on a rough season with the growing pains, maybe you're right, seven or eight. But we're definitely a top half of the table. And we're so young, we're going to be a problem for years to come. For like a Manchester United who's aging out, oh, we're going to have our foot on the neck for the next decade. No, and and anybody. And anybody who doesn't work out, we'll just sell them. And then I would also push back on your homegrown piece. I know Arsenal pushes that homegrown flag, and you really waved it. But don't try that. We got Reese James, Colin, uh, Colin Gallagher, both starters on the club right now. So, yeah, we're doing it from the inside and out. We're getting Colin Gallagher love now? Is that, that, that's what we – now we're using him for love piece? Hey, listen, man, the engine, the hustle is unmatched. You can't teach that. And then we appreciate you taking Kai Harvitz. I mean, talk about a coup. That was the coup of the transfer window right there. No, I agree. The only thing I would say about Kai Harvitz, like I'll say, before he got to Chelsea, he played his proper position and he bought out in it. Chelsea, for lack of having a striker, put him in a striker position that he doesn't play in. He's now playing with a whole new team. I Listen, man, I don't like Chelsea players coming over to Arsenal. I don't want United players. I don't want any. I don't want any players from anyone else. I will say that if anybody can put him back together and put him as an attacking midfielder, Arteta can because of the position Arteta played. So I, I will. I will not have an opinion on Kai Havertz until probably a month from now. But I will also say we never need him to start. He really can just be a backup for Rice and Partey, whichever one of them gets tired, which is probably Partey. He can really come in at the like 70 minute every match and replace Partey. And I'm fine with that. Like he doesn't have to start ever. 75, 80 million for a backup midfielder. I agree. I agree. I, I agree. But but it's not my money. And if they put out a squad that can compete in Champions League, then I don't care what I don't care. You might be the most patient Arsenal fan. Everything I see from Arsenal fans <laughs> two weeks ago, they were saying get rid of. Yeah, but that's not knowledgeable, man. Like, if you've never seen Kai Havertz play and you never saw him play at his position and you're just mad because he's not making goals and after two or three matches, I'm like, come on, blood. Like, that's just not – that's not reasonable. I mean, at some point, me and B have to have a discussion. Does Chelsea ruin uh, upfront uh, players? Timo Werner uh, was yeah. one. Kai Havertz, these were people I wanted. I was like, yo, I was mad when Chelsea got both of them. And both of them are like, they may have ruined it, them. It, it's not about do we ruin them. It's about the pressure of performing at a big club. That's what this is about. And and you see everybody can't handle that. But to BW's point, Nicholas Jackson, man, he looks like Drogba 3.0. I'm so excited with yeah, his work rate, the runs off the ball, and just the football and IQ, man. Future's bright for that kid. He, he he's a monster and not to belabor the point but be like 
as much as I watch Chelsea, I don't like watch who y'all bring up unless, you know what I'm saying? So like when I, I saw him fresh, like I wasn't, I just saw him the first match of the season. I was like, who is this dude? Second match of the season. I'm like, Oh no, he's to the point where like on my DraftKings, like I pick him to like, cause I'm just like, dude, he's going to have his nose around the ball somewhere. Like he's trying to score, which is different than a lot of people who just like to be in the box He's in the box trying to put his foot or head or something on him. He's impressive, man. I'm not. I have nothing bad to say about him. He's very impressive. Where's he from, B? Uh, I want to say Senegalese. Yeah, Senegal. Senegal. Uh, uh, La Liga, the Yellow Submarine team. Uh, oh, he came from Villarreal. 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 Yeah, yeah. Villarreal. Okay. Yeah. No. He. I mean, he, he's. Look, Villarreal is 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 a good. They've been developing players, man. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, no, 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 man. Shout out to our front office the, and the scouts. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. no. They, they, I mean, and I think because uh, Simeone is the one that uh, got was on um, th- that got all them cast together at Villarreal before he went to Aston. That's Villa. right. Because mm-hmm. he Paul Torres. I mean Torres too. He's now at uh, Aston Villa starting at center back for them. Uh, so man. I get it. I'm gonna take the hate, you know, even though beat us for hate <laughs> on me regardless. Even though Chelsea hasn't beat us. When is the last time Chelsea beat us in the Premier League? Man, we not on the schedule this week. Stay focused. Don't right, in front of you. General, I just like to keep the ongoing tab. I think we're over three thousand days almost of days that Chelsea has actually beaten me. Hey man, you gotta get your y'all beat us get your kicks where you can. It's all good. I don't see us y'all beating us this year either, but that's that is what it is. Uh last topic. Messi MLS, his first non-win was just other night. First non-win against Nashville, which is a top team in MLS. I mean, is this just showing how much better he is than that that the, the European leagues are better? Or this that Messi's better than everyone else in the world? Yes. <laughs> to both. <laughs> I mean, I, I, okay, so I'm at the uh so the MLS All-Stars play Arsenal. Yep. Right. Yep. And this is your all-star team. And you get Molly whopped. And I don't think I think that if Luton or Nottingham Force was in the MLS, take away Messi's team, they would win the MLS. Like no MLS team that could come into the Premier League and finish in the top 18. None. And really, not even Miami. But let's let's just let's take them out. Maybe LAFC. Let's. I'm no. just. I'm just gonna throw that no. out there. No team. No. No team. So there's a very significant talent gap. Then you bring on arguably the top player ever, probably a top three to four player ever to ever lace him up, and he's not in his prime, but he was still balling out in a league where he was still the best player in that league or second best player in that league. Um, you bring, I mean, shit, if you, you know, take Michael Jordan off the 97 Bulls and put him in the, put him in the Australian league and something, something might happen. You know what I'm saying? Like he might win a chip. I don't know. So, um, that's a good, that's a good comparison. That's a good No, comparison. that really is. That yeah, really so, is. I mean, yeah, the Premier League's better than the MLS. So is every Mexican league. So is, you know, the Portuguese, Portuguese league. Like, all these leagues are better than MLS, but the MLS is improving, but not at the pace that 
Messi's talent is. So Messi's talent is just too much. I'm surprised if they lose any match. <laughs> really? Yeah. Too much. Feels that way. If they don't lose a match, they'll make the playoffs, and they were in almost last place. They'll make the playoffs if they don't lose. They don't He's lose too much, match. man. That'd be interesting if if he could end up doing a because he's still in the uh league's cup i believe mm-hmm. this other cup that's yeah. in the mls cup what if he pulled a treble in the mls in half a season <laughs> incredible it wouldn't shock me i mean the money that's being generated in these other places i talked about before their other nashville selling his jersey was selling his jersey at their game while he was there like I why mean, not yeah. <laughs> why not revenue I mean, it's two, $20, $20, $200 to go to an Inter-Miami game right now. Yeah, man, it's nuts, man. Let me jump in here. You know, we, we talked about this. It's almost like we predicted the future. I, how many years ago was it? Two, three years ago we yeah. talked about this potentially happening. It finally came through, man. I mean, just look at the impact. I, I don't even think you can buy a messy jersey. I believe it's sold out. Yep. on the MLS store, so you can't even get your hands on one. Like you're talking about the average ticket price is incredible now for an MLS game. you got the celebrity impact. You're seeing all of that. Uh, I know David Beckham, he's really the biggest winner. He got the new stadium that's going to roll out, uh, soccer-specific, all the infrastructure, the shops, the hotels around that. And then, Daryl, what we don't know, what's the business implications on the back end for Messi and his family? What kind of businesses are they creating? Uh, you know, what kind of licensing deals do they have uh what is the community doing for them and another thing is that you see the compilation of his personal security guard he got like a navy seal <laughs> trailing him everywhere he goes man it's incredible trying to find that one on social media deal beckham did. he got the same deal beckham did with the la galaxy he gets first dibs at a, a franchise team that and uh the apple plus has boosted as well you know so man it's just been crazy uh the impact so far and i think it's going to continue the only piece we missed in our thing was ronaldo going to la that was the other piece <laughs> right, to make that right. whole thing <laughs> if they got ronaldo to go to like la because that's the only place and, all, play and the only thing there is we underestimated his greed that's what that was <laughs> right he, he carmelo emptied it and we, did. <laughs> we underestimated his greed and, and he it. actually he and he says he got everybody coming to saudi league he kind of did. He kind of was. Hundred percent, he did. Yeah, for sure, he showed you the path. Hey, that squad, like, that squad with Firmino, and all, that squad is like if you look at their that squad is a problem. No, like I said in the in the uh, cup for coming up for the FIFA Club World Cup, that's going to be a problem in the FIFA yeah. world for just three games. Like to go through a small bracket yeah. with not double, that's going to be a problem. They got to play, like I said, two or three games, B, to get a, get them a win. Yep. I ain't got to do nothing else the whole season. Yep, that's real. Hey, let me ask you this: I'm going in the next year. What would you rather pay for streaming? MLS pay for it next year, or would you rather stream the Saudi League? For me, probably still MLS, just because you know it's homerism, and I like to see that league grow. But as far as like talent and players, I mean. The Saudi League is putting together a bear. So, you know, for me, probably MLS, but it's a, you're right. It's a good question. That's a closer, that's a closer question than I would have thought before the beginning of this year. Yeah. And that's exactly where I am. A year or two from now, if they continue to bring in the talent, I think it might be an easy decision to say, man, 
after Premier League's over, let me check out Saudi League and, and just go ahead and post up. Yep. So as we wrap up, th- there is a scenario. This is my new conspiracy scenario that I came up with. Inter Miami is already qualified for the CONCACAF uh, mm-hmm. uh, Champions League. Uh, Ronaldo has qualified for the Champions League, Saudi the Saudi Champions League, or the Asian Champions League. Mm-hmm. Is there a crazy scenario that we could get Ronaldo and Messi back in the FIFA Club World Cup uh, in the in the same mix with their former teams they've been playing in Europe? Because they're expanding the FIFA Club World Cup next year along with the uh, Champions League. So it's there's going to be like three or four European teams. It's going to be like three or four like CONCACAF teams, a couple of Asian teams, a couple of African teams. They're expanding it. This would be the big money maker. Like nobody watched the FIFA Club World Cup unless your club is in it. Right. Yeah, you can definitely count me in. I, I want to see that, man. And knowing FIFA, they'll pull the strings to make sure we get <laughs> Make sure that happens. Make sure that happens. But, man, beat. Make be dub. Thank you so much, dog, for coming on with us, man. No, I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate Thank the you. invite. Uh, I love love listening to the show. Both of you all are extremely knowledgeable, albeit homers and whatnot. <laughs> still, uh, you know, Daryl, I'm looking forward to texting with you. Actually, I need a group chat with y'all. Um, Daryl, kick that off. Yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta, we gotta, I gotta, I'll add you to the group chat. We got, yeah. we got come with uh, with Tim, Matt, and um. Oh, and Tony. Okay. Uh, down in Georgia, it's a Spurs fan. All right. Add me to that, man, so we can talk nonsense this weekend. And then, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I, you know, I want the game, to, I want the match to be to be good. I want it to be exciting. So, who, Brandon, who do y'all have this week? Uh, we got Luton Sound actually oh, okay. later today. That's the only guaranteed win in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> so. yes, and I feel so bad for them, man, because it's like so they don't have no home games. You know that, right, Doug? Yes, I know. They, <laughs> they stadium not done. They was like, we didn't hey. know we were gonna win. <laughs> and uh, correction on that, we got a uh, Nottingham Forest tomorrow. That's not a guaranteed win. It should be easy picking. Hey man, their front line is a problem. I just told Daryl this last Sunday. Their front line is a problem, and all they do is techmo bowl it. They just throw the ball up in the air and just. Hey, you just take care of your own business. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have so many problems to worry about. It's Champions League, Premier. It's so much stuff to worry about. Who knows? Oh, such a busy club, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is the and as we wrap up. This is what I did. I wanted them to qualify for something. I wanted like Chelsea to be like in Europe, a conference league, having to play in like Transylvania, like uh, and like just being like in remote posts and having to. No, 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 no. Every everything on our project is right on track. We got time to focus, plan as a team, practice as a team. Be ready. Caribou Cup killers. <laughs> hey, you got to stop the madness. <laughs> is that we'll wrap up another episode of Just Kicking It. Peace. <laughs>